With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hey, it's Anne-Marie here. Before we get into the show, I wanted to be totally transparent with you, transparent about why I'm sharing this topic and guests with you today. You see, over the last number of years, especially in the last six months, some fundamental shifts and changes have been happening for me, both personally and in my business. Shifts and changes that I know have been and continue to be crucial as I enter the next phase and season of my business. Now, before I share what those changes have been, I need to back up a bit and share with you what's been going on for me over the last few years. A number of years ago, I entered into a partnership, which I was really excited about, especially when I thought about, um, you know, the impact that I was going to have with my new partner in the business that we were creating. And I spent 18 months creating content and courses, a membership site, marketing, the entire back end of this new business. My partner and I were working with some incredible clients that opened doors to opportunities and even a proposed pipeline of business that could have been developed into a seven figure business. Now, sadly for matters that I'm not going to go into, that partnership came to an abrupt end. And because it had been with someone that I trusted and had developed such a deep friendship with, it really cut me to the core. You know, I felt so sad and so betrayed. And it took me nearly 12 months to come through that. And, you know, looking back, I can see now that I really did plummet into moments of, moments of depression where I just couldn't get out of bed. Everything that I had worked so hard for was just gone overnight. And what really hurt even more was that a colleague and friendship that uh, we'd developed and where I was speaking with someone, you know, close to almost every day, that just ceased instantly. And it really was awful. And look, I don't wish that on anyone. You know, if I look back over my life, there have been one or two significant moments in my life like this one where I found myself in circumstances that were just beyond my control. And 24 years ago, I gave birth to my second child, Brendan James, yet we were told early on in the pregnancy that he was a really sick little boy. In fact, doctors told me um, early on that I should probably terminate the pregnancy. However, that just wasn't an option for me. So while we welcomed little Brendan into the world, I was surrounded by a team of medical specialists around me. And later that morning, we also had to say goodbye. Yeah, his little body just wasn't strong enough. This wasn't strong enough. And losing Brendan, losing a child has been one of the most difficult situations that I've ever had to experience. So why am I sharing this with you? Well, because I know that every single one of us, every single one of us have had situations in our lives where it just was just too much to handle if we had to rely on our own strength. I know that's certainly true for me. So today I wanted to share something with you. It's a secret. Well, not really a secret, but it's something that I haven't really shared openly before until now. You know what, it's something that I rely on every single day, not just in times where when situations have you crumble to your knees under the weight of sadness and despair, and that's my faith, and knowing without a shadow of a doubt that I'm loved and I'm cared for by my Father and my Saviour Jesus. 
don't worry, I'm not going to get all preachy on you. And Because to me, my faith is not about religion. It's about relationship. It's a relationship that has gotten me through the good times and the times where I just want to give up because I just don't have the strength. It's a relationship knowing that I'm loved, I'm cared for, I'm forgiven. And no matter what situation I'm in, there's a strength, a supernatural strength, someone I can lean on each and every day and who says, I've got this, I've got you. And you know what? It's in and with his strength that has enabled me to grieve the loss of my child and continue to have two more beautiful children. So I've got three. And it's in and with his strength that has enabled me to forgive the things that happened with my failed business partnership. I bear absolutely no ill will at all and sincerely wish my former business partner the absolute best in her business. And I really do. And, you know, one day should we ever meet again, I know that we could laugh and joke just like we did before. Honestly, I would never have been able to do this on my own, have that forgiveness and, uh, you know, that that it's all okay, that, that real inner knowing. So last year I made a decision that I'm not going to rely on my own strength anymore in my business. Yes, I am a strong woman. I am independent. I have a mind of my own. And, you know, if uh, someone challenges my stand for, and that is to stand up for those who have no voice for themselves, I have a strong voice. But you know what? Looking back, I've tried to do business and life, uh, you know, on my own strength for many, many years. And while I've had some incredible successes over the years, for me, if I'm really honest, it's fallen drastically short of what I had written each and every year in my journal. So that's where I'm at. So as I mentioned in the show, I was adopted into a Christian family. So I don't really know how to do life without Jesus. It was always modeled for me. Although between you and I as a child and a teenager, oh boy, was I quite the rebel, which is a whole other story I won't go into today. Thankfully, I knew though, all of those years and especially now, that without a shadow of a doubt that I was loved and, you know, that my God is a God of forgiveness, who despite my shortcomings, even as an adult, he loves me no matter what. And thankfully, I'm a lot less rebellious now. And now I just love spending time with him during my daily meditation. It's where I get my strength. It's where I get my hope, my passion, my all. We've got a song in our church that we sing and it's called You Are My All in All. And for me, he certainly is. And you know, I have a mission. I've got a purpose. I have a calling, which is to inspire and make a difference in the lives of other people, people like you. And I know that I cannot do that on my own, nor do I want to, nor do you want me to do that, I tell you. So we're going to see some incredible things happen in our business. I know that. Some of you may call it magical. I call it a miracle. And can I just say thank you for listening as I introduce my next guest and and the topic. And, you know, thank you for letting me share a little bit more about the real me. And I really hope that you are inspired and empowered by today's interview. Thanks. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now onto the show. You're listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, episode 56.
Hi, I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, Branding Communication Strategist, also known as the Podcasting Queen. Welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast, the podcast that empowers you to reach your full potential. Christina Kane joins me today. Now, Christina is an apostle, she's a teacher, an author, an international missionary evangelist, TV and radio personality, and executive producer. Her mission is to instruct, develop, and nurture those in Christ regarding how to obtain a deeper, more meaningful relationship with God the Father. Christina's acclaimed book and training manual, You Can Hear God, is teaching ministry leaders and lay ministers globally how to recognize, nurture, and refine God's prophetic gifts. And on today's show, Christina's going to share strategies to help us complete our purpose, how to develop a meaningful relationship with God, as well as how to truly look at frustration and make it work for you and not against you, as well as if we've got time, how to do some of your own PR work. So welcome to the show, Christina. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie. It is an honor to be on here today. We have been chatting before we went live, and uh, it is wonderful to speak with someone who has the same faith as uh, myself and someone who is as passionate. And so those of you who are listening and have been listening for a little while, you may not have realized, but I'm going to tell you now that I certainly am a Christian. And for me, faith is one of the the most fundamental things in my life. And uh, so I really want to share with other passionate women who also have a faith-based, yeah, calling in their work to to share their platform with me. So uh, Christina, it's really fabulous to, uh, yeah, to be able to, to share today's show and uh, our listeners with you. So you're really busy. Tell us a little bit about the work that you're doing. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Anne-Marie. Um, you know, God is just amazing. He's opened so many different doors. We, I have a family ministry, so I do ministry. Um, not only do I live with my sister, but we travel um, all over the East Coast of the United States and abroad um, doing missions, mm-hmm. supporting orphans, uh, widows, um, not just with, you know, the word of God, but with, with tangible things that are a blessing to those, just food, clothing, dentistry. Mm-hmm. And so we've been fortunate to be able to provide those services to those, um, you know, who may not know Christ and, you know, as providing the tangible has allowed us a, a way to, to share about God. And, and it's just amazing. We've been able to do that since 2010. And then the Lord began to shift us into media ministry, which is just amazing to be able to use these different media outlets um, to promote, you know, our message of hope. Oh, absolutely. And isn't it just incredible with the technologies at our fingertips? I'm here in Australia, you're in the US, we're on the opposite ends of the world, and we're able to come together and, and collaborate and uh, share our, our voice and, and message. So amazing, amazing. That's awesome. No, it's very true. And I love that you're in media. I mean, imagine (laughs) this is truly an outlet that we can utilize and it's not just being in a pulpit, Mm. but I mean, he's using so many different streams. So it's, it's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk about strategies for completing our purpose. So many people really, if we were to ask them, what is your purpose? What's your calling? What's your purpose in life? Really struggle to identify that, don't they? No, it's so true. I mean, I recall at the age of 17, and it was just a very pivotal moment in my life. And I I recall at 17 asking God, I was like, why am I here? You know, I don't, and and that's such a profound thing to ask at the age of 17, but it's, I just clearly remember it. And I just said to him, I don't understand why I'm here, but whatever 
happens, God, please don't let me die without fulfilling my purpose. I recall saying that to him. Mm-hmm. And he's been so faithful. There was such a hunger, even from a young age. And, you know, as we pursue that hunger and we truly go to the correct source, he's going to guide us. He's awesome. He's faithful like that. Mm. You know, many years ago, like I'm talking many, many years ago, um, uh, probably around the age of about 15, 16, I had um, an accident. I fell off my horse and I was concussed. But what happened then at that moment, that concussion completely changed the trajectory of my life. I was adopted into a family of teachers. And in fact, my biological parents, both of them were were teachers as well. So I thought, well, I'm going to follow in the footsteps of my family family uh, two of them actually were teachers but in in ministry um but that that kind of changed my tra- you know trajectory but then in hindsight 10 years on looking back i realized everything that i had learned had taken me to teaching but in another way that uh, not in schools so much but rather with executives and and now of course with entrepreneurs so it's interesting isn't it that there could be this calling this purpose but sometimes what we consider the, the way that we're going to do that can be quite different to the way it actually ends up and what what he has planned for us. Oh my goodness, that's such a great point, Emory. I mean, think about it. Even I can definitely testify to that. I recall the things that I was interested in as a young girl. So for example, I always wanted to be an actress. Those were my, were my passions and I was drawn to writing, not understanding that the very areas, the desires of my heart, where I may have been wanting to go more secular with the giftings that God gave me. I mean, imagine he ended up ultimately using those giftings, but he had to make certain that my motives were clear Mm. that they were that they were aligned with his plans and ultimately i ended up very much very heavily involved in 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 ministry i mean media ministry which i think is just so fantastic it's being able to say to him i know you gave us these gifts but maybe there's some refining process a maturation process that has to happen Mm -hmm. before he can actually use us in those very areas and i saw the entire taking me from using those gifts to not even wanting to use them anymore after i was like god have your way to ultimately him saying you know what you've been so faithful i it was all it was my intention from the beginning to use you in those very gifts. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And I tell you one thing that uh, I know I've certainly learned over the years as someone who just loves things to happen, like as in now, patience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Is that something you've learned too over the years? Oh, I had no choice. That was my area of weakness, you know. I, I The same. Everything had to be done fast. I'm, you know, I'm a girl that always moved pretty swiftly. But it's 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 trusting God. And he puts us, he allows, I'll say this, he allows circumstances to happen, which will refine those very areas. And for me, I've always wanted things quickly, but I'm learning. I mean, you can't, listen, putting anything in the microwave as opposed to the oven, there is a clear difference in how things taste. And Mm. I'd rather wait on God than than get the fastest version. Yeah. For someone who's listening today and has not really felt that they've identified what their purpose really is, what would be some things that um, perhaps were really helpful for you to be able to really see, okay, these are the things that are showing up. Maybe this really is something that I need to to allow to come for what would be some things that you would share with them today you know we all miss it and and you know what and things change I mean what you may have wanted to do at 17 is going to be different from what you want to do at 30 and 60 and so it's such a process and there's growth you know we, we go in different directions and different seasons of our lives so I would definitely say just you know what really just seeking God and just being so transparent with him you know it 
and just really go into the Father and say, listen, I don't know where I'm at today. Things have changed. Um, I'm not sensing that passion. I'm not super excited when I wake up in the morning. Um, it, most of the times when those things or those certain places that we're in, it's truly God trying to get our attention or mm. even trying to shift us. And that's okay. It's not a bad place to be frustrated. Yeah. I say to people all the time, you're frustrated. It's truly God trying to get your attention. It's mm. not always a bad thing. Mm. So just getting in a place of meditation, being quiet. I always say a worship CD. Put that on. Get into a quiet place where you're just saying, God, have your way. Whatever it is, whatever you're trying to show me, and just spending time. The answer doesn't always come immediately, but the seeking him. He says, if you seek me, you're going to find me. Mm -hmm. If you hunger after me and thirst, you're going to be filled. So it's really getting in that place of saying, God, I want you to show me. I've done it my way and it hasn't worked. Truly, I want to be in the perfect will. That's mm -hmm. the first and foremost. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I love that. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about um, how to develop a meaningful relationship with God. And something that we both, um, what, what I said to you earlier before we press record, was one of the things that, um, you know, I find really, really sad. I mean, I've been a Christian. I was, you know, uh, adopted into a Christian family. You know, my, two of my brothers were missionaries and then went on to pastor churches. One was a, uh, a professor in a theological college for many years, retired last year. So for me, I knew nothing else. But I have to say that it probably hasn't been since in the last number of years that really I've taken that and developed it, you know, further. But one of the things that I really am saddened to hear is when people think that um, Christianity or, or religion, like they call it, is boring. It's a lot of set of rules and things we can't do and all that kind of stuff. And what we were saying earlier on is it's absolutely not. It's actually a lot of fun. It's someone who cares about you. Someone who will listen, I mean, that friend, that best friend, who no matter, yeah. you know, what what you're going through, your struggles, it sets that shoulder that you can lean on for anything. And, you know, and that's really what um, what what he means to, to me. So let's talk a little yeah. bit about how can we develop a meaningful relationship with God? Absolutely. Oh, gosh. You know, I think the most important thing for me um, in our ministry and, you know, also with my sister, my, my mother, who I shared are in the ministry with with my with me. It's a it's a family ministry is that we've learned to just be transparent with God. That is the, like and before you can ever experience him. And, and, and all, I mean, just all of his plans that he has for you before you can even get there. It's just being totally honest and we say we're honest but we're not because we know that if we say certain things to people around us or friends um you know you're going to be judged for it mm -hmm. but god is waiting for you to be so transparent your fears um you know what you're afraid of um your past hurts um not trusting him because we say we trust him but we really really don't always trust him you know, yeah. and, and when we can get to that place and confess those things before him, he's like, that's what I was waiting on. Mm -hmm. That right there is what I was waiting on. And then he, he begins to develop. He'll show you why he's love. He'll, he'll show you why he's your protector, why he's your daddy. Because after you can just get to the point of where you say, God, this is the issues that I'm dealing with, are the very issues he can begin to correct because we have to confess those things. And it's not us doing it in a way where we feel 
that we're not worthy, but it's in a way of saying, I trust you to be my best friend, my big brother, Jesus. Mm. And that's what's awesome about the intimacy that develops. Yeah. And it's so true. And, you know, what I have found over the, the last year is that for, for me, and, and one of the things that happened, I mean, there's been, you know, times and situations in my life where, um, you know, something has happened that has been just so out of my control. And I have to meet one of my other areas is I like to be in control of things and so as we know <laughs> you know it will and so you know I came out of a business partnership which was just a, you know an absolute failure a lot of different things so I needed to go through that whole um, you know experience of forgiveness and being able to you know to be open and, and and thank God I've gone through that but you know one of the things that has been incredibly empowering for me is knowing that I don't need to have all the answers and in actual fact it's those areas in weakness which it's just out of my control that when I allow myself to step back and really say, God, it is in your hands, that's when miracles happen. That's really yeah. where things happen where you think, my goodness, and that strength that, you know, that comes from inside, which we know is not from us, but from, from God, that just takes us to levels and situations that we just never would have achieved on our own. That's so powerful. No, it, yes. I mean, you know, you know, I always say to God, and it's kind of, it's a joke, but it's not a joke at the time because it's like a death process for me. Hmm. But every time I get on a plane, I mean, we've been traveling, um, you know, from babes, uh, you know, via planes. And so every time I get on a plane, I realize I have no control. So I have to go through this process every single time. Mm. And I'm like, God, I'm not flying this plane. So what What if the pilot's doing this? Or And my mind will begin to analyze everything that can go wrong since I'm not the one flying the plane. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm like, God, you picked the wrong person to do missionary efforts. When when I struggle with this, mm. he's like, no, it's, a, it's you having to acknowledge you're not in control, that I am, and you have to rely on me. So every time I get on a plane, I wrestle. Somebody would say, did you ever, you know, you don't have any success with that. No, I, I'm learning. It's a process to rely on him every step of the way. Mm. And, and for me, it's a death process, but it's also a process. It's a reminder that he's faithful because every time that plan lands, it, it's my reminder that he's able to take me through. Yeah. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. yeah. One of the things that you said was around, um, you know, taking a step back and, and meditating. So something that I have done and it absolutely been such a, a blessing in my life is to spend my morning, you know, before I do anything else by reading some passages and things like that. But you know what often will happen? You know that moment when you're just starting to wake up and you're half awake, half asleep. And then there's some thoughts. Oh, well, I, I naturally go, good morning, God, you know, and, and just, you know, <laughs> chat as you do. And then every now and again, these these I, these these thoughts in, in in prayer, and then I will go and read something, and it's like, whoa, that's just bizarre because what I'm reading was what I was thinking and, and talking about, and so isn't it incredible that when we open and give space to that meditation, to prayer, to you know going to His Word, the yeah, just what can happen? It is incredibly powerful, isn't it? Yes. I mean, that is what I love about God. I mean, you know, I, I, I wrote, I wrote the book, you can hear God and I had an amazing encounter with the Lord. But as a result of that, I think people really don't understand how much he longs to communicate with his creation. Mm. And he's going to 
make absolutely certain that he has confirmed whatever message, whatever he's placed within your heart. And that's that's the difference between receiving a message from him and that of the enemy. Mm -hmm. There is this perfect peace that you heard from him. He will confirm it and however he chooses to do so. And who doesn't love that? Like, wow, God, (laughs) that you would do that for me and think about me and reveal that to me or confirm it. That's powerful. Yeah, yeah, it is. I I have um, that, you know, obviously there's trusted resources, prayer, the Bible and, you know, people that, um, you know, in your church, your family and things like that you can discuss. But it's times where things will often happen in threes. And and sometimes it's like really quick and it's like, whoa, you know, it, it is incredible. But there are these messages that really are being sent. And yes, we need to, you know, we need to um, consider them. Where are they coming from? Because yes, that some message can be helpful um, and others not, not so much. So that's really important to be able to look at, okay, where is this source coming from? Let's talk about frustration. I mean, many people um, are going through situations where they are frustrated, um, you know, anxiety, Oh, so many things really really sad what's going on in, in in the world but how can we make it work for you and not against you what are some um, insights you can share with this today yeah you know you know at, there was a time I didn't understand my frustration and um, I, I've started to learn what frustration is and how to use it and um, I, I would say that probably you know developed for me over the past couple of years where it, frustration will just come out of the blue and first of all, that's, I think that's frustrating to anyone in itself. Like, well, where's this coming from? Because everything was so great up until this point. And, and usually that's like the alarming thing for people where like, oh God, I don't want to deal with this. Mm. But not understanding that truly frustration, it's almost like, this is like a gross analogy, but I mean like a boil. Mm. It's, there's, you know, it, it, there's this boil that you have, for example, and it's so like it's so tender and if you touch it it's just aggravating and it's you just wish it wasn't there but usually when it finally kind of like explodes there's this relief and people don't understand i know that's that's i can't believe i just said that but <laughs> truly that's what frustration is like mm-hmm. it's this aggravating feeling and i think people focus on that not understanding it's what's underneath why and if they start to ask that question which is what i do when i start to get really frustrated i'm like god I'll finally realize, Christina, come on, you've been here before. Mm. It's not really what's what's aggravating you. It's what is God trying to do? He's trying to get your attention. And more often than not, he's trying to shift you. Mm-hmm. And when people ask the question, okay, God, I'm not just frustrated to be frustrated. Frustration is saying, you know what? I'm sick and tired of the way things are going. I'm sick and tired of this. And God is saying, good, because that's what I needed in order to get you to realize I'm shifting you left. You've been going in a different direction. And I think when people start to understand, okay, take assessment that God is now moving in a new direction and stop being so upset that you're frustrated and begin to write down what he's saying in that season to get you on a different path or maybe get you back on track because possibly you've fallen off. Mm, That's right. And you just don't know what could have been around the corner had you continued on that pathway. There could have been, you know, something terrible down there and then just all of a sudden something's gone in your path to block you from, um, you know, continuing that. And sometimes I think it is just taking that step back. And for me, something that's really been quite helpful and I know for many other people is the journaling. And it's so interesting because what I've often done is I've journaled I've journaled I've never really gone back and read over things but I did sort of at the beginning of this year started to go over some of the journals that's so interesting when I look back and read what I wrote five years ago you know a few you know even just a couple of years ago I 
yeah, I can really see that I have developed, I've changed, I see things with, with um, yeah, far more peace, you know, around that. So sometimes we often, how often do we do this? We, we judge where we are at the moment, we're so tough on ourselves, you know, that inner critic goes off. But if we look back to where we had yes. come from and what we've grown, then we see, wow, how far have I come? Yes, Henry, and I told you, even before we started recording, you are definitely a prophetic person. There's no doubt, truly a visionary. And, and, and what's amazing is there are so many people out there with prophetic giftings. And what, what really helps us to bring perfect clarity and um, even encouragement is the journaling. Mm-hmm. We have done that as a ministry where we will worship together as a team and we will worship and we'll just set the atmosphere of one of praise and we get so excited. And then we take turns prophesying what we hear the spirit of God saying, Mm. not only do we do that, but then we journal, we write down everything and date and time it. And we will look back two years later and everything has come to pass. We had maybe one thing that didn't, and we just felt it wasn't even as a result of us not hearing God. We have to understand that God uses people. So sometimes people choose to be disobedient. But yeah, to see what God has done, you're just blown away and encouraged. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, my goodness. We've um, covered so much and I'm sure we could speak for hours. Something that you've done so well and I've, I've had a look at the videos you've shared and just, you know, everything that you've accomplished. I know for many people in business, they struggle to get PR. What are some things? And of course, public relations, getting their message out. What would be some insights that you could share? for people today around how to do your own PR. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. You know, I had no idea um, how to go about doing any of this for the book that, um, you know, that I wrote. And God really, truly, um, he really was guiding me. He was my PR person, Mm. you know, and it's so it really is easy. I mean, I think that people are so overwhelmed by by the task, but it's as simple as something as picking up a phone, Um, you know, calling a local newspaper saying hi listen i'm this author or i you know i have this this message i'd love to share and um you know taking a simple you'd be surprised something as simple as getting a bio together your picture your vision there's a lot of local newspapers that will cover your story um sometimes when you know there's a break of some sort or you know there's a news lapse Mm -hmm. they'll cover your story and it's so and then once you get that first initial one then you start to build it. Okay, there will be a second one. You do it again. You contact, you keep contacting. And it knows should never intimidate any of us. I get excited by the one yes. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be tons of no's, but you keep going until you get a yes. And some people will say, well, aren't you, you know, you know, we don't have to promote the things of God. Sure you do. God uses people. And yeah. who's going to hear our message? I mean, we have to continuously knock on those doors. The right door is going to open. Reaching out to even local TV stations with the bio what your message is with your book and a couple um, reviews, the doors will open. Yeah. All it takes is one and you continue to build. Then you send it to the next and the next. It's as easy as that. I've done it. I'm a witness to it. And I've been on over um, some international and national um, television programs by doing that very method. Mm-hmm. It's just picking a phone and building relationships. That yeah. simple. It's true. And I think with the technologies that are available, such as podcasting, YouTube, I mean, how many of us have a smartphone? And guess what, people? It has a function on it that you can take videos and you can record yourself. Create your own platform. 
Uh, that's yes. certainly available too. And of course, when you're doing that, you're creating all this incredible content and inspiring information that once you start to get your message out there and, and perhaps interviewed on radio or TV, guess what? All of those people who are now starting to, to get to know you are then able to come across and you've got all of this wonderful content that they can continue to uh, to read and interview uh, online that you've you've created. Oh, Christina, I've covered a lot today. What would you say to someone who, uh, just one last word of, of, of advice, of wisdom or insight that you'd like to share? You know, um, we teach on what's called blueprints. And, you know, no architect begins to build anything without having blueprints. It's his plan. It's a master plan of what he wants to do so that he's not caught, you know, it's very cost effective and it's very, you know, it's his, it's, it's his, blueprint so that he knows exactly how to build mm. effectively efficiently i would say that anyone listening right now you have a specific blueprint for your life it cannot be duplicated you cannot copy anyone there's a specific plan for you and when you tap into that plan you will be successful so it's you know sitting in a place of meditation and, and just really asking god what is it that i should be doing in my life what is it that you want me to do and then literally have that journaling and begin to write down everything he says, not interrupting the flow, because we do that sometimes. We're like, oh, that can't be God. No, just take 30 minutes of writing down what you hear, date and time it, and then begin to pray over that. And I'm telling you, the answer is, the answer will be there. Mm. If I could leave any, it, we have a blueprint, each and every one of us, and it can change season to season. We wouldn't wear a bikini in, in the middle of winter. So we should be consistently throughout the year seeking God seasonally for what he's asking us to do then. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Mm -hmm. And what's in store for your, your ministry, your work in the, in the coming, in the near future? What, what, what exciting projects will you be working on? Oh, uh, you know, we're so, I mean, like I said, we love media, Anne-Marie. I mean, truly, my sister's getting ready to release her her book, which is almost like the part two of You Can Hear God, which is the book that I wrote. Mm. And it's amazing because literally You Can Hear God was the foundation. We had to learn how to hear him in order to get the blueprint. Yeah. Once we had the blueprint, he told us how to build. Then, you know, in the book that's coming out, The Redemption of Cain, it literally, we all know the story of Cain and Abel, our name being Cain, we were like, God. There's a redemption plan, <laughs> you know, and we never hear about that. We always hear about what Cain did, but guess what? God always has a, a redemption plan for us, mm -hmm. and it's it's so inspirational. So it talks about the success that we've been able to build as a result of hearing him. So we're excited about that book coming out, and also we're really going to be switching gears to market the secular world with the message of Christ, and we're going to do it in very – you know, very strategic ways through entrepreneurship and begin to really build and teach others how to do that, which is great. Fantastic. And for people who have loved what you've said and want to connect with you, what's the best way to do that? Oh, that's great. So we definitely have different platforms, um, you know, Facebook, Twitter, but they can definitely um, connect with us through our website, which is the official Canes dot com and that's plural the official canes.com and they can see what we're doing they can definitely stay connected and um we even have a um a newsletter that goes out probably every two weeks with prophetic words encouragement and just kind of giving them you know 
letting them understand, you know, just so that they can stay updated on what we're doing. They can do that on the website. Fantastic. So please um, go and connect with Christina. Let her know that uh, you've listened to the show and uh, certainly reach out. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, my goodness. It was such a pleasure. I can't believe how much we have in common, Anne-Marie. You are awesome. And it, it, it was just awesome. I had a great time today. Fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic. Well, that brings us to the end of another episode. I do hope you'll join me again next week. Uh, I certainly know that you've taken down lots of notes and I uh, really hope that you do connect with Christina and find out more and, of course, uh, get a copy of her book. By the way, for those of you who have subscribed to our iTunes channel, thank you so much. That means you are going to be the very first person to know when our new episode has been published and you continue to be inspired every week. If you haven't already subscribed, don't worry. You don't need to miss out. You can be the first to know as well. All you need to do is go to annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes, annemariecross.com forward slash podcast iTunes. See you next week, everyone. Have it a good, make it a good one. See you later, Christina. Bye, Anne-Marie. Thanks, everyone. Are you a specialist who supports small business and you want to increase your visibility, reach and influence with your own podcast channel, but you don't want to handle the back-end management and ongoing promotion of your show? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network is on the lookout for a select group of specialists who are ready to become an influencing voice in their industry. So if you're an aspiring podcast host or if you have an existing business-focused podcast and you're looking for ways to increase your exposure, reach and results by leveraging our podcast network platform, let's talk. To find out more, go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. That's www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.